911 Dispatch, this is Anna. 911 Dispatch, this is Trisha. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We like coffee and about four people. Four, that's it. Yeah. What do you got today for your coffee, Anna? All right. So this right here is a caramel macchiato. Nice. Coconut milk. Skinny. Coconut milk? Skinny. That's how I like it. I have an iced caramel macchiato as well. Almond milk. It's delicious. Yeah. Hey. Why we said that is because today we're going to talk about 911 dispatching. So, yeah, like we said in another episode, we both did 911 dispatch. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it for a very time. long. Six years is a long damn time. I mean, long enough, long enough. enough. But you did it for 14 years. Only maybe? lunatics do it that long. That's true. That's true. I mean, it makes you a lunatic, right? Oh, for sure. As soon as I was like, lunacy, I was like, I got to quit. And I'm like, <laughs> I'll stick it out. I want to go completely crazy. <laughs> so every time that we say that we were 911 dispatchers, people flip their lid. They Lose just like it. can't believe it. They're like, what? Are you kidding me? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What is the... Number one question. So I would say the number one question when people find out that I'm 911 or did police dispatching, yep, yep, yep. which are different things. People don't know that either. 911 is obviously you call 911, you get a dispatcher who's right. like a call taker. Right. But where I worked, we did, and you worked, because yes. we worked at the same place for a while. Um we did police dispatching and 911. So right. what that means is we wouldn't do the actual fire or medical, medical. yeah, unless it was like an overflow. If, right. if they were getting tons of medical calls, then yeah, they would sometimes drop in yes. and we would have to yes. do the medical. But mostly they were um, 911 calls that were taken in by us even if we were on a radio right so we'd be dispatching out officers mm-hmm. you know first priority mm-hmm. axe murder take that first <laughs> robbery bank robbery barking dog mm-hmm. last right yeah, so right, we prioritized right. all of that stuff but we were sh- so short-handed because oh, all dispatch centers right. are like that dispatch right. is always there is a dispatch culture okay yes. so in this dispatch culture you're always shorthanded because always. it's a it's a hard job. So hard. People so are stressed out, and so people don't make it very long. No, you know they mm-hmm. they see. Well, maybe they're smarter than we were. Yeah, they see like okay, this is very stressful. I'm gonna quit, right. and so you're always shorthanded. Or they're like, I'm sick, which they very may. You know, yeah, they probably be. are yeah. because of the job. Actually. Oh, for sure. For because sure. when you worked there, weren't you so much more sick? Sicker. Than? Yeah. Yes, because yeah. of the stress. Mm-hmm. Also, a funny, funny dispatch culture is when I started working there, I remember they had someone come in and tell us like to keep up on our fitness. Yes. To keep up like on our healthy eating and stuff. And yes. I thought that was the weirdest. Same. And I was like, oh, why are they telling us I know. That? It was kind of like in the back of your mind, you're thinking like, 
Don't tell me what to do. Right? Because that's what I always say. The lady, I remember the lady who came in to talk to us said that she had gained, and it was a huge amount. Yeah. It was like 80 pounds or something. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I was like thinking, that's ridiculous. That's Mm -hmm. not true. But it is. It is true. Yes. Because that's the only thing you could do. You're tied to your desk, basically. It almost makes it your coping skill. Right. Becomes okay. yes. food. Right. And so you're in there with all of these people and it's almost like a bonding experience mm-hmm. to eat. People bring treats in. Almost like I know because the- like at a funeral, when you would yes. go visit someone who's... That's right. Yep. person died someone mm-hmm. close to them died what do you usually bring them you bring them food, food. and right. that's what people would bring and so like even where we worked we we worked with police officers so anytime you did a good job mm-hmm. food police officer would yeah. bring you food anytime or... something awesome happened food anytime something sad happened food, food. anytime yeah you know so a big call whole, yeah food. yeah your whole life basically re- revolves around food plus the fact that you're stressed as can be Mm-hmm. Plus the fact that you're eating as fast as you can. Yeah. Sometimes. Wolfing it down, cold man. chicken. Oh, yeah. Cold stir fry. Yes. Cold anything right? you brought. You would heat it up. Yeah. By the eat time you got seconds. to eat yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You're either wolfing it down yeah. in five seconds, no chewing involved. Or yeah. as soon as you take a bite, you're spitting it out. Yeah. Or you're just waiting until it's goddamn freezing cold, but yeah. you're so hungry you're yes. going to eat it anyway. So that's like part of the culture. I think another very surprising part was it is a thousand times different Way. than an office environment. Oh, 100%. Right? Like you may be in an office. There may be cubicles. Yeah. It is completely different. Leisurely. Yeah. No, like people. Water cooler. Oh, yeah. No. But then you walk into this job and you're yeah. like, what's happening? Well, I think one yeah. of the very weirdest things was when, I mean, because swearing, you cannot care about that kind of stuff. Oh, no. No, 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 it, no. Because that's another coping skill, right? Oh, for sure. Swearing. I mean, you can't do anything about these crazy people calling in or the crazy situation that you're working with. So when you get off the phone or off the radio or yeah. whatever, you got A release. Swear. Yeah, it's yeah. almost like a release to be it. like, what the fuck uh, just yeah. happened? <laughs> right, you know what I right, mean? Right, right, right. And it's right. normal. Mm-hmm. So here's me. I was 18. I was pretty young. I think I was one of the youngest Youngest ones to start. Peoples. Peoples. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I graduated when I was 17. So at 18, Mm -hmm. I remember going in, taking the test. You got hired first. Um, Then I kind of knew a little bit of what to expect, but still not a whole lot. Yeah. And then walking into that, you're... They tell you you're going to be trained for six months to a year. Right. And they, But they tell you that you're not comfortable yourself doing it for, for years. two years. Yeah, years. At least two years. And even, yeah. even longer. Yeah. Before, I mean, I still, after 14 years, did not think I knew everything, everything that oh, was going so. on. And I that's still good. That's questions. probably what made you a good I still teacher. had, yeah, I still wanted to know more, mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what scares a lot of new dispatchers off 
too, is they walk in there. When you do your initial walkthrough and you do sit down right. with someone who's on like a radio <laughs> yeah, and you get the headphones and you get to plug in with them and you listen to the officers on one side. And I do remember thinking that that was a foreign language because oh, we used Tenko. It, yes. Yeah. And you listen to them and you think, oh my gosh, I'm going to be doing this. Then you listen to them get a 911 call yeah. and it's somebody yeah. screaming on the other side. So yeah. you do think to yourself like, huh, yeah. okay, I, I bet I could do it. That's fine. That's fine. They seem cool, calm, really? collected. That's not what I thought. Actually. Oh, really? No. When I was in um, training. And I'm trying to think what it was. It was this specific thing that they, I think they had us listen to a call. And in my head, I thought, Mm-mm, I can't do it. Well, there's no way I can do this. Once you make it past the signing away of your life, <laughs> right? Because it is a yes. 10 page or longer packet that you fill out it is. of your past 10 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, 10 years ago, I, I was know. eight, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I know so, I was a little bit older, but not very. Then they tried old. to scare the crap out yeah. of you, I think. Well, I started right when I started on my own. I thought I'm looking for another job, but it oh. was, a, it was pretty good pay. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. It was really good benefits. Way. And so I was looking for a new job. I looked for a new job every day. And I remember that it was one of the people that we worked with that said to me one time during a shift, I think we worked graveyards. And they said, are you looking for a new job? And I was like, yeah. They're like, you really shouldn't. You do a a fine job. You are really good at it. You are better than most of the new people yeah. that we have and I was you thinking, can tell too no no way but that is what made me stay oh that's what made me stop looking for a new job yeah and I oh can you hear it <laughs> oh sorry I'm like rubbing my legs because I'm wearing the softest pajamas <laughs> all right but yeah so I mean I didn't think I could do it, and I did it for that long. Oh, yeah, and you were good at it. Oh, thanks. No, of course you were. You were good at it, too, my God. So we think that we're going to tell you what we think is one of the craziest things that we had to do, right? Yeah. One of your craziest stories, you think? Yeah, I think that whenever anyone hears that you did that job. They're like, oh, that was stressful. And you're like, yeah, that's stressful. And then they do say, follow-up question is, what is the craziest (laughs) call you ever got? Don't you think they all were kind of crazy? Oh, my God, yes. Yes, yes. I mean, They're all so different. So different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, from one extreme to the next. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Because you would get one of my very first calls. I'll start with this one. So one of my very first calls in 911, I was working graveyard shift. Yeah. um, And I do remember I was just on call taking at this point because it was brand new. Mm -hmm. But I had been – I wasn't sitting with anyone. I was just on call taking on my own, right? Okay. And this lady called in and I answer it and she sounds just like you or I. Yeah. And she's like, I need the officers here. I'm like, okay, well, what is the address? Obviously. She tells me about these laser guns. What? That are being shined through her window. 
What? And they're on top of the 7-Eleven. There are these people on top of the 7-Eleven shining these laser point guns through her window. And I'm scared to death. I'm like, right. because you're like, what is oh my heck? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so I'm, I'm taking it. I'm typing as fast as I can. I've got to get this emergency <laughs> yes. situation out. Yeah. And so then she said something about, um, at the very, like right when I was about to panic, she said something about the tinfoil is not working. And I was oh. like, what? Oh, and then yeah. she did, okay. or then I put her on hold okay. or like mute. I, I would, cause we didn't put them on hold. I would mute myself yes. out. And I said to the girl next to me, I said, uh, this lady <laughs> is saying there are people on the 7-Eleven roof. Okay. They are shining laser guns into her window. I'm flipping out. What do I do? Right. And she's like, what? I'm like, but then she did say the tinfoil is not working. <laughs> and they laughed. All of them were like, what a dress. And they looked and they're like, oh my gosh, she's a constant caller. Right. That's a term that they use for when somebody who is right. like not there. Not, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, losing it. So that's what they call someone who calls in basically every day right? about something. Yes. And this was one of those ladies. So they said, check the history. You can check a history of yes. an address to see, you know, if they've called in before. <laughs> Sometimes it gives you really good stuff that you need. But yes, all of them were about aliens oh and spaceships. That and, is so funny. And I just remember being like, wait. When you start telling what? me that story, I was thinking like, what? Why Yeah, were there people Same. on top of the 7-Eleven? She said something ah. about like they were stalking her. They bugged her phone. They had bugged her apartment. I'm like, oh my God, I'm talking to somebody who's wanted by the FBI or something. And then when I got back on the phone with her, I was like, all right, we've got your address. You know, we'll have an officer come by and see yes. and blah, blah, blah. And then, she, then you could tell she was a little bit crazy. Yeah. Like yeah. she was finally like, saying okay, stuff about that doesn't make aliens sense. from the sky right. and blah, blah, blah. And then she told me she layered her windows. That's a thing too. A lot of like, of people who are losing their minds, right. they do think, Tinfoiling you know windows what, when I out there, the yeah. vibrations. Sometimes or when they would go out there, I think I'm pretty sure this happened. Sometimes when they went out there, they would let them know to do stuff like that if it made them feel better. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that they. Or sometimes they were told that, like by the hospital yeah. or something. Yeah, maybe when they would like pink. Sheet on, yeah, right. Get so it was kind of facility. like a coping, yeah, mechanism. This for will them. help you exactly, feel yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think that's probably why she was telling you that's not working, yeah. And I I'm was trying so, that. I remember being 18 and being like, Oh my, where goodness. do I work? Yes, what is yeah. happening? Oh my gosh, so <laughs> so much. That is so funny. Oh my gosh, do you remember your first? call at all i don't like i think i have something wrong with my brain <laughs> because most of it 
I have blocked out. I really yeah. have. Yeah. I do remember, of course, bad calls. Yeah. Um, I remember one of the calls that like at the very end of my dispatch career was, I mean, because we lived in the same area that we covered. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. So I remember, and you didn't want to like say like, Hey, this is Trisha. I'm your name from down the road. Right. No, (laughs) but someone did call in and we couldn't get through to the medical part. Oh, no. And their son was choking <gasps> on a piece of candy. And oh, I knew no. them. Stop it. Yeah. And so here I am, like, oh, my goodness, wanted to, you know, not do this for right, a living anymore. Right, right. Grabbing these sheets Cards, and trying yeah. to tell them what to do for their son. And they're freaking out. And yeah. inside, I'm freaking out, too. But you got to be, like, so calm. Yeah. I know. I remember that was one of my funniest like traits that yeah. people always thought like I would go to ultra calm. Yeah. Where I just shut down any sort of like, you know, emotion Outside. or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, but inside I was freaking out and I do remember that she got it out, whatever it was, you know, I think we did the Heimlich mm-hmm. and it came popping out or whatever. And he started breathing again and you could hear him. <gasps> You know, oh. like breathe again, yeah, and then yeah. she started crying, yeah. and then we hung up, and then I started crying. Yeah, yeah, which which happens a lot. I yeah. think if you take a big call where you are invested, I, I think with me, I did the same thing where you would shut down. But they take right. you through a lot of training. Yeah, oh, um, yeah. where you do learn to kind of block it out mm-hmm. for a second. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I would do. I could handle it if I was on the radio. If I was on the call, I would be calm. I would tell them, you know, exactly what to do. Right. I could dispatch out a whole shooting or a whole mm-hmm. And you chase were good at keeping or a whole... them calm too. Yeah. So yeah. good at that. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as it's over, yeah, that's when you would flip out is mm-hmm. like a weird... Yeah, like almost like your insides are all tightened up, right? Yeah, yeah. While you're going through it. Yep. Then when you're done, they all turn to jail. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and you would take a walk or you would go to the break room mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I think every dispatch center should invest in a great room, like a room oh, yes. of comfort, a room yes, of peace, a, a room idea. of you know, yeah. low lighting and calm sounds mm-hmm. and just to let you breathe oh, if you have such a good idea something like sure. that. Because of course yeah. I had Because calls. we're still humans. Yeah. I mean, of course yeah, I disconnect can. yourself completely. No, because no. then you're not good at your yeah. job. Nope. You're yeah. Not. If you're just thinking of it as buttons being pushed. Right. Sending not a, a car person on over the other there, end. Then yeah. yeah. No. Nope. That doesn't work. But yeah, I handled some pretty crazy ones. Yeah. Um I do remember this 911 call, which we would get 911 hangups oh, that's all the right. time, right? Oh, my God. People gosh, accidentally, yes. especially when cell phones first right, were a out. thing. I know. People would hit that button and it would call yes. you. You'd call be in their pocket. Every second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'd be in the pocket listening, rustling, rustling, right, rustling. Right, right, right. Sometimes right. you'd hear somebody pee. Uh, I mean, <laughs> oh, my God. And the procedure for. Yeah. 
a 911 hang up is you listen. You listen and, right. and you're basically a detective at that yes, point. That's true. You're, it's true. Your listening ear is like magnified because by Because you want to make 000. sure like did they call 911 yeah. secretly? Secret. Are they in trouble? Is All there screaming in the background? Exactly. Crying in the background? Yeah. Is you there somebody far to... away? Can, yes. Are we trying to listen for someone mm-hmm. who's threatening them? Are yes. they in a fight? Are they being abducted? Are they <laughs> in a trunk? I mean, my mind would go so yes. crazy. Yes. Just by listening, you have to do it. Yeah. yeah. And one of my my weirdest, I think, mm-hmm. calls that ended up actually being something was a 911 hangup. And I got the call. It drops into your ear. You don't really get to pick up a phone. It just no. kind of is like yes. an ear mold in your ear. Yep. And it just kind of goes, boop, yeah. drops in your ear. Yeah. Scream fest or whatever it yeah, is. What's going, whatever's this going on. Yeah. was classical music as loud as you've ever heard it. Like playing fest by right. So as soon as I hear it, I'm thinking, whoa, what in the world? So I pull my ear mold out and you can hear it through that even. Yes. So I'm listening, listening, listening. I'm like, great. How long am I gonna have to listen to this weird classical music? Because you had to wait until they hung up. Yeah. Or Or you felt comfortable, officers were close, whatever. Yes. And it was a super busy day. So we had like calls just to stacking up. So listening, I couldn't hear an emergency, right? Because right. all I can hear is that. So Classical. it kind of goes to the bottom of the list of priorities, priorities. if you have mm-hmm. people who are in immediate danger. danger. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So I'm listening to it, listening. All right, this is fun. It's blasting my ear. But then in the very background, I, I think believe. it was music changing. So I think it was one song going to the next. Okay. That I could hear like, ooh, ooh, I know, ooh, I can't believe you could hear it. Sobbing, sobbing, yeah. sobbing. And I thought, what is that? And so then I listened, 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 and I could hear someone in the very background crying and crying and then the more i listened i could hear her saying like i'm sorry i'm sorry so i'm trying to think like what is she sorry for did she kill somebody right is she sorry like tied up and she's telling some guy i'm sorry let me go like i'm like investigator 101 at this point and so i put mine on mute and i did stand up to the dispatcher who was dispatching out and I was like, hey, I can hear something. Something now. weird is going yeah. on because you also have that gut feeling. Oh, yeah. As definitely, a dispatcher, definitely. You know when something's uh-huh. wrong. Yeah. And so I said, hey, something's weird in this call. Now I hear crying. Now I hear blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. And the, the person on the radio, she was like, huh? what are you serious like she couldn't believe it either yes she was like oh my gosh i don't have any officers to send so she puts it out to the sergeant and he's like all right i'll head that way yes if anybody can clear you know send them my way but i'll head that way so i'm listening magnified yeah and uh the music changed again and i couldn't really hear anything Kind of a whimper yeah. at this point. It's just like a. What do you think she dialed nine one one? On purpose. Well, listen. Okay. So it's like a muted whimpering now at this point. Nice, nice. So I'm thinking either someone's like, <gasps> oh 
coughing her. Yeah, or, or smothering. It. Like, oh, I mean, your God. brain goes 110 yes. places. That's terrible. And so I listened, 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 and we had gotten an address um, from the initial call in. It was yeah. like a landline back then, right? Oh, okay. Um, so it went to the address. Then I c- the sergeant said, okay, I'm knocking. Can you hear me knocking? Yes. And so that dispatcher was like, can you hear the knocking? And I could. I could hear them you knocking. Could. Oh, my God. But the music was so loud, right? And I'm like, oh. I can hear. He's at the right house. And yes. he could hear the music from the okay. other side. Of course. Yeah. I'm sure, yes. So he's pounding on the door, pounding on the door. He's looking through the windows. Through the windows, he does see blood. Shut up. Oh, my God. So he sees blood, (gasps) and he can hear this blaring, classical creepiness. Yeah. Yeah, That is creepy. And he's like, I am going to kick in this door. Send me the next back. Like, something's not right. Start medical, something. So he kicks in the door, and I get to hear it. Like, I hear him kick in the door, and I hear him say, like, Police, police, is anybody in here? Blah blah blah. I totally have so he yeah face. Yeah. (laughs) So he rushes in there. Um, I remember him saying I could hear him through the radio and through his radio. He says, start medical. I've got a 20-something-year-old here who has slit her wrist, <gasps> right? So she had cut her own wrist, but oh you know how they God. say like people are in desperate sometimes need did, right for help, right? And they so don't that's know what like else cry, to do, cry for or help. they would want you to find their body right, and before right. their kids get home oh, or their loved terrible. one gets home. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. So she had slit her wrist and written. In blood, I'm sorry, on the wall. What? Yes. Oh, my God. And so he picked up the phone and he's like, dispatch. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, all right, is medical on their way? I'm like, yeah, they're en route. Don't worry, blah, blah, blah. So he's – oh, he told you that on the radio to call medical. He told the other person on the radio too. And then he asked me on the phone. Okay. And he's like, okay, I'm going to turn – or I'm gonna hang. I'm gonna hang up. Uh-huh. Um, so I thought I was a savior of the day. Yeah, I mean, basically. Yeah. Right. I know, but see, and that's the thing about dispatchers is you go through that psychotic call, tense as can be. Yes. And then he picks up the phone and says, "Okay, I'm gonna hang up," and you're supposed to go to the yeah. next. Cool. Yeah, and then as soon as he hangs yeah. up, another one drops right, right. in your ear, right. and it could be some lady who's yeah. like, oh, "My neighbor's dog oh, is barking so much; it's driving <laughs> me nuts." And I'm right? like, "Really, lady? Yeah, we, there's other things to worry about." <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. That's totally the truth. It is so crazy. Like that is a job that does not get enough respect. Mm-hmm. Definitely not enough pay. Mm-mm. Nothing. I mean, seriously, I don't think that people understand. And if there weren't people to do that kind of job, where what would, would we, we be? Yeah. What would we do? I mean, who would answer yeah. those when you're calls? just a regular citizen? Mm-hmm. You never really think about it until you need it. Yeah. But then when you do need it and you call someone, you expect them to you be on the other end. Need them to exactly. be on the other end. That exactly. is your only form of yeah. communication. <gasps> if you're so in crazy. a dire, desperate mm-hmm. need for help, 
you want someone to pick up that vine. But it's gotten to the point where I think there's not enough. And there's not enough. And it's just getting less and less because, you know, younger generation, they're smarter. They're they're like, I don't want to do this. Right. They're like this. I can do something else. Yeah, for this amount of not, pay, right? Too. That's not this stressful. Right. That's not this. What? I like could be a YouTuber. Exactly. I could be a YouTuber. Right. And get yeah. paid ten times more than sitting here listening so, I mean, to people getting shot. They're gonna ultimately have to make it worth it, right? Right. So someone smart is gonna have to say, "Hey, we need these people, mm-hmm. but we need to give them this amount." Yeah. Or this benefit package mm-hmm. or this such and such Something. to make it worth it. Yeah. Because they it changes your life. And, oh, for sure. Yeah. And you definitely have to be seeing a counselor that entire time. <laughs> yeah, for I sure. wish. I wish. I know. I never did, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I should have. <laughs> and it's funny because I think a lot of people with a really good sense of humor. Yeah. And that are really funny do that job mm-hmm. because then you take what happens Mm -hmm. and you spin it Mm -hmm. and make certain things funny or you think of something else that's funny or whatever. I mean, seriously. It actually is a coping mechanism. Mechanism. Oh, definitely. Which I've got that for sure. Oh, yeah. I'm in pain. I laugh. (laughs) Oh, I I know when you're in pain. It's the most awkward thing ever. (laughs) Awkward situation. Laughter. Laughter. Like, I mean, seriously? (laughs) Same with me. Same with me. Maybe it was the job that showed us that we had to cope that way. Yes. Who knows? I know. But this is not it. We have a million more stories like this, and we're going to do one every week. And P.S., that lady who I was talking about earlier, who the sergeant busted in the door, she did actually survive yes, and yeah. got the help that she needed. Um, one thing about dispatchers that a lot of people don't know is they only get yeah. half the story, which leads yeah. up to them going crazy, I yeah, think. Because you never get the ending. You go home wondering right. because the calls happen so quick and mm-hmm. you dispatch them out to the officers and you're there the whole time until the officers get there. Yeah. And then you don't get you to go it. to the next. Yeah. And you go to the next. Yeah. You go to the next. And then like sometimes your shift ends mm-hmm. and you never find out, like, oh my gosh, was that person okay? Or yeah. What's what's gonna happen? Right. Yeah, or what happened with? But them? I did talk to the sergeant um, who was on duty that day. Yeah. Um, I think I talked to. I swear it was a week later. So I had this in the back of my mind for a, for week, a week, and I finally <sighs> talked to him, and I was like, "Hey, you know that call?" And he's like, "Yeah." I'm like, what happened, man? Yeah. And he's like, "I actually followed the ambulance." We went. She actually was okay. Yeah. Um. I think that they did have to give her some blood. Like she had lost so much so blood much that blood. they had to give her some. They stitched, stitched her up and everything. And then she did go, you know, she was committed to, to a place. Right. But right. I think that she got some um, help. And then yeah. that's all I know. Well, that's there. another thing that needs to be done for sure. Mm-hmm. Is that they need Closure. to make sure that I don't know what they could do, have the dispatch write down, like, these are the cases that I want to know what yeah. happened or something. Yeah. And then make sure that they get some sort of closure. For sure. Right? Because it's so weird it's to go It's just like home human nature. And just sit yeah. and think about it. I think that's the reason 
or that's how I started my insomnia for sure. Because oh. you could fall asleep no problem, right? Because right. I'm dead tired. By the time but you get home, you wake you're exhausted. Mm-hmm. Then you have that wake up at like, what, 2.30, 3 o'clock? Yeah. And then all of that plays back in right. your mind. Right. And especially if your adrenaline gets going during a chase. Yeah. Oh, during yeah. a police chase. Yeah. Those are the funnest. Yeah. Oh, my word. Yes. We have some stories of police chases, of foot yeah. chases. Oh, of yeah. All so kinds of things. many things. Trisha exactly. has to tell us about her favorite calls. <laughs> if I can remember them, huh? Her weird I'll have calls. to dive into my psyche. I'll give her some <laughs> hypnosis. <laughs> We'll bring it out. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I know. And then you'll get to find out why. We only like. About four people. Okay, guys. Keep listening.